Shalmu Racha, this is Chazar Shir number 15, where Bisiyate Dishmaya we will discuss the sugya of Baal Tashchis as it relates to food. So we'll take it from the top, from the Psukim. It says in the Torah that a person is not allowed to chop down a fruit tree. And the Sifri learns out what's the reason you're not allowed to chop down a fruit tree? Because of the fruit itself. So if you're not allowed to chop down a tree because of the fruit, Kolshkein, you're not allowed to do what? You're not allowed to destroy fruit itself. You're not allowed to destroy food. The Rambam extends this to uh, not just destroying food, but destroying fu- uh, clothing and uh, houses and, uh, and vessels. All these things are included in the prohibition of Baal Tashchis. The majority of the Rishonim learn that this Isra of Baal Tashchis, even as it applies to, uh, to food and to, uh, and to clothing and to other things, is an Isser, uh, is an Isser do Raisa. So that is, the, that is the source from the Psukim of destroying food or destroying clothing uh, or other vessels, stamp for the sake of destruction, that's going to be considered uh, in Isser do Raisa of Baal Tashchis. Then we did, learned a few Gemaras that gave us a few details to, to these Allahs. So Gemara number one that we learned was the Gemara in Masech Shabbos uh, that taught us that Shmuel used bread for personal matters. And the Gemara over there says that that's not considered Baal Tashchis as long as the food doesn't get destroyed. Meaning you're allowed to use bread for personal uh, things. Like like we said, uh, for example, uh, covering and using it as a lid, that's going to be al- allowed as long as the lid does not, as long as the bread doesn't get destroyed in the process of you using it. So in other words, paltashkas is usher to use to destroy food, but you're allowed to use food for personal things as long as the food doesn't get destroyed. The, the, the Mishnah on Masecha Sofrim says that just like there's an Isser Baltashkas, there's a separate Isser of Bizoy Ochlin, which means you're not allowed to act in a in a disrespectful way towards the food. And, and Rashi explains what's the reason. The reason is because it looks like you're, uh, you know, rejecting what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving you. Uh, it's obnoxious so much. If a person, you know, gives you a cup of water and you say, no thanks, that's fine. But if you take a cup of, if you take the cup of water and you throw it on the floor, that's obnoxious. And that's the last shown of Rashi. He says, It looks like you're completely rejecting it. So, so, uh, so that's with regards to, that's not an Isra Baal Tashkas of destroying it, but that's an extra added Isra that you're not allowed to destroy it in a disrespectful uh, way. And then we saw the Gemara and Brachos that teaches us that there are four things that are prohibited to do with bread. Some of them are going to be prohibited because of Baal and some of them are going to be prohibited, prohibited because of Biza Oakland. For example, you're not allowed to take a, a cup and pass it over um, pass it over bread uh, because it might spill. That's because of Baltashkas. But you're not allowed to throw bread even though the bread doesn't get destroyed because of uh, Biza Ochlem. Where does the Isser of Baltashkas and uh, Biza Ochlem apply? The Gemara Baruchos tells us that it only applies uh, if the food is greater than a Kazais. But with regards to bread, bread, a person should be more makbid on bread. Uh, and even if it's less than a Kazais, he should be careful not to dispose of it in a disrespectful way because it could chas v'shalom litanis. Those were all the sources that we saw uh, in the Gemara. We opened up the Shulchan Aruch and and the Mechaber over there teaches Mamash all these things that a person is allowed to do whatever he wants with the bread. A person is allowed to use food for not food purposes as long as the food doesn't get destroyed uh, in the process. And therefore you're allowed to use a, a piece of bread to, as a lid uh, for, your, for your bottle of wine that's open or you're allowed to use it to support a, a, a bowl if the bowl is empty. Uh, and the reason is because you're allowed to use uh, bread for other things as long as it doesn't get destroyed uh, in the process. However, it says the Shulchan Aruch, with regards to bread, you're not allowed to throw bread. Why are you not allowed to throw bread? So the Mishabru explains, because we hold bread to a higher standard. Meaning, even though other foods, maybe you will see, you are allowed to throw, maybe. Uh, but with regards to bread, you're not allowed to throw the bread, even if the bread 
doesn't get ruined. Meaning, even if there's no baltashkas, we're sitting at the Shabbos table, you're at one end, I'm at the other end, I'm not allowed to throw you the bread, even though when you get it, what are you going to do? You're going to eat it. So it's not going to be baltashkas. Still, it's going to be usher because of bizu ochlim, because you're not allowed to act disrespectfully to, to the bread. And that's what the Prima Gandam explains. He says that whenever we're approaching the sugya of baltashkas, we really need to take into consideration two things, bizu ochlim and pas and, and, uh, and, and uh, baltashkas. And he says there are going to be certain situations where baltashkas does not exist, but bizu ochlim does exist. So he says, for example, let's say you have the fruit of Arla or Kilea Karim, where there, there's no Isser to destroy, because the Torah says you need to, uh, whatever, Chazal, in certain says, it says that you're, you're allowed to get rid of it. You're not allowed, you're not allowed to keep it around. Right? So there, there's no Isra of Baltashchis, but there's still an Isra of Bizar and Ochlim. So I'm not allowed to take the fruits of Arla and throw it on the floor and have people step on it. Right? Even when I, um, you know, dispose of it, I need to do it in a disrespectful way. And that's a very important thing to always remember that whenever we're approaching the Sugya of Baltashchis, we really need to ask ourselves two questions. A, am I destroying it? Is there an Isra of Baltashchis? And B, is, uh, is there also a prohibition of uh, Bizar Ochlim? Am I doing it in a disrespectful way? The Shulchan Ar continues and he says, just like there's an Isra of bizu ochlim when it comes to bread, just like you're not allowed to throw bread, you're also not allowed to throw food if the food is going to get destroyed in the process. In other words, the Torah, the, the Shulchan Aruch is passing that there's also a prohibition of bizu ochlim when it comes to, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to other food as well. Though over there, it's only going to be usher to throw other food if it's going to get destroyed in the process. Meaning, throwing like a fig that's soft and, and if it lands, it's going to get destroyed. So that's going to be usher. Why? Because I'm going to volley Baal Tashkes and Bizu Yochlem at the same time. But if, when I throw the food, there's not going to be an Isra of Baal Tashkes, meaning it's not going to get destroyed. If I throw you an apple, so even if you drop it, nothing bad is going to happen. So there's also not going to be an Isra of, uh, of, Baal, uh, of Baal Tashkes. And again, the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kufpei paskins that when it comes to uh, that this Isra of Baal Tashkes and Bizu Yochlem, both of them only apply if the food is greater than a Kazais. However, he says, with regards to bread, if it's less than, even if it's less than a kazais, a person should dispose of it carefully and nicely, because uh, it could uh, lead to, to poverty. So, Lamaisa, to summarize as follows, it's very clear. Everything we saw up until now could be summarized in, in, uh, in two sentences. And that is, whenever we approach the sugya of Baltashkis, we need to first discuss. When I'm disposing of food, is there here going to be an Isser Baltashkis? Am I destroying the food? And that's an Isser Doraisa, and that applies only when it's greater than a kazais. Besides for the Isra Baltashkas, I also need to decide whether when I'm disposing the food, am I also being over the prohibition of Bizo Yochlem, which is a Dindura Banan, because it looks like a binoxious that I'm taking the food that God gives it, gives it to me and I disrespectfully dispose of it. Uh, and those are the, the two questions that we always need to, to ask ourselves. So that was all an introduction to the Sugya of Baltashkas. And now we're getting Mamish into the nitty gritty and we'll discuss a few cases. So the first thing we discuss is throwing Chal. So we saw from the Mishabura, really from the Shulchanach and the Mishabura, that there's an Isra to throw Chal even at the table, even if there's no baltashkes, the bread is not going to get destroyed. It's still going to be usher to, to throw. And the Mishabur adds that if you made a hamotzi on that bed, uh, on that bread, there's another added iser that you're being mevaz of the mitzvah of hamotzi. And if it's Shabbos, lechemishnah, right? So your mamish, uh, there's, to throw bread at a Shabbos table, lechora could include three, three surim. A, you're doing bizi ochlim. B, you're being mevaz the bracha of hamotzi lechem arts. And C, you're being mevaz uh, the lechemishnah. So it could be, could lead up to three, three uh, isurim comes the 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 grandson of Chassam Sofer, Rav Shimon Sofer, who's the son of the Chassam Sofer, he says, one second, in my Shabbos table, my father threw the bread. So where did that come from? So he explains his spouse. He says that your table is Dome to Amizbech. 
And the bread is domit to the imurim, which is the part of the korbanos that were burnt. And those part of the korbanos were thrown onto the mizbech. So he says as follows. He says, what's the reason you're not allowed to throw bread? Because it's disrespectful. He says, but if I'm throwing bread and I'm having in mind, it's mamish like the imurim. So there's no greater respect for the bread to say you're mamish like a korban. And therefore, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be much. That was the limutzchas. Uh, like he himself says, uh, for, for the custom of throwing bread, but Lamaisa, the majority rove rubo of all the postkim, uh, say that a person should not throw bread at the table and should be careful, uh, especially on Shabbos, where there could be other surim that are involved as well. The next thing we discussed is, is chametz on Pesach. So if you're walking in the street and you see chametz on Pesach, so the Allah is based on the prima gadim that we saw before that you always need to ask yourself, am I being over Baltashkas A and B? Am I being over uh, Bize Ochlim? So if there's a piece of bread on the floor, there's no Isra Baltashkas on, on Pesach. Uh, but, says the Shemir Shabbos Kachsa, there is an Isra of Bize Ochlim where I'm not allowed uh, to step on it, right? Because even though there's no Bal Tashkis, but I'm but I'm not allowed to uh, I'm not allowed to step in it. However, it comes to Shlomo Zalman in the footnote, and he says, one second, when you eat burn on challah, we put lighter fluid over it, we throw it in this like huge fire pit, and the chorah, that's pretty disrespectful to the to the bread. So says the Shlomo Zalman, he says it could be with regards to Pesach, chametz is different because the Torah says Tashbitu, and since the Torah says Tashbitu, which means to destroy it, so the Torah is also not chas about bizei ochla, meaning. Burning chametz on Pesach is a unique case where both uh, Baal Tashchis and Bizi Ochem will not apply because the Torah says you must get rid of it. The next thing we discussed was the bread bowl. And specifically with the bread bowl, there, there's two questions, but we discussed the, the first one. With the bread bowl, there's a question of could I use bread? Could I use the bread bowl uh, as a bowl? Right? Who says I'm allowed to use bread for, for, other, for other purposes? Right? That's question number one. Question number two is... Am I us? Is it usser to make a bread bowl if I know that I need to take out the inner parts? Because the way a bread bowl is made is you take dough, you put it in the oven, uh, and then you make it like into a ball and you put it into the oven, and then you cut off just the top, and the top becomes the lid, and then you carve out the inside. And that big dough you usually throw in the garbage or whatever it is. So if you know there's going to be baltashkas here, uh, is that going to be mutter? So that's a question we're going to answer shortly. But the first question is, can I stop? Let's say it was already made. Could I use bread as a bowl? So we saw the Shulchan Aruch and Sif Aleph says that you're allowed to use bread for personal reasons as long as it doesn't get destroyed in the process. And that's exactly what the Shulchan Aruch and Sif Gimel says, that if you're, eat, if you're using bread as a spoon, so then you're allowed to, you're allowed to use it. You're allowed to, um, if you're using bread as a spoon, uh, you're, allowed to, you're allowed to use it as long as it doesn't get ruined in the process, meaning as long as you eat it at the end. He, the, the Shulchan Aruch says that some were machmir, that with every time they scooped up uh, food with their bread, they took a bite out of the bread. But Lemaise, it seems that even if you don't do that, Lechora, at least Mekar didn't, it would be, uh, it, it would be mutter. So with regards to, to a bread bowl, are you allowed to use a bread bowl uh, for, for soup? So Lechora, it would seem that Allah is that you would be allowed to, as long as you eat all the bread. And that's exactly the Lashon of the Ramah, who says that you have to make sure to finish the whole thing. So if you're just using the bread bowl, then taking one bite and that's it, Lechora, that's not good. You have to eat the entire thing in order, in order for it to be okay. If you don't eat the whole thing, so then, then it's going to be a violation of, uh, of Baltashkas. So that was Baltashkas with, with regards to bread. We spoke about, um, we spoke about throwing challah, we spoke about burning challah on chametz, and, uh, and then eating from a bread bowl, where with regards to eating from a bread bowl, it would be mutter if you, uh, if you eat the entire bowl. And the most machmir is that every time you're taking food from the bowl, to actually uh, take a bite of uh, some of the bread as well. Uh, but said, that's all with regards to, to bread. Then we moved on to the other common sugya, or just which is just in general disposing of bread, uh, disposing, excuse me, of, of any uh, of, of of food, right? So Baruch Hashem, we mentioned that we live in a in a generation that's uh, that's very blessed, where we have an abundance of food. Generations uh, before this did not have that, and therefore we have a lot more shilas with regards to to 
to, to Baltashkas. Now, the Shilas of Baltashkas can really be broken down into two sections. Section number one is Baltashkas in the preparation of food, right? And then section number two is Baltashkas after the meal. So let's discuss case number one. Case number one is Baltashkas in the preparation of food. So for example, you're making your son a sandwich. Are you allowed to, you know, he doesn't eat the crust. Are you allowed to take the crust off and throw it out? Uh, or if you're, uh, you're making a, a, a cake, are you allowed to throw out the egg whites or the egg yolks? Or uh, anytime, or, or our bowl, our, our, our bread bowl, are you allowed to make a bread bowl knowing that you're going to take out the inside and, uh, and mamish throw it out? So as an introduction, to, and, then, and then you have a question of stam in general at the end of the meal, could you throw out all the leftover food? So let's, uh, so let's begin as follows. So we saw in the beginning that there's an Isidore Raisa of Baltashkas that applies to all foods uh, uh, when you're throwing out good food. However, the Gemara says that there are few exceptions to this case. The Gemara says a story of, uh, of Amorim who bloodled, and after they bloodled, they became, they became cold. So they chopped down a tree. So the Gemara says, how are you allowed to chop down a tree? It's Baltashkis. Answers the Gemara, Baltashkis de Gufa Adif. That means that the Baltashkis of your body is much more important, right? The point of the tree is to service the body, right? The fruit are servicing the body. So now when a person is sick, uh, you're allowed to use food in order to service, to, to, to heal the body. Uh, exception number two, the Gemara says, is that if... If the tree, if the value of the wood of the tree is more than the fruit that's on the tree, so that's going to be um, that's going to be allowed as well. You're allowed to chop down the tree in order to use the wood. Why? Because it's not baltashkas. What does baltashkas means? You're destroying something. If I'm going to make a lot more money selling the wood, I'm not destroying the fruit. I'm on the contrary. I'm making a, I'm making a profit, and that's what the Rambam explains that there's an iser to destroy trees. But if I'm doing it. Uh, to make a profit, if I'm doing it for the sake of my body, if I'm doing it for, for you know, that, that it's, it's damaging other trees and that's why I'm taking it down, that's not considered balantashkas because we look at the overall of what's happening over here and overall, you're really, uh, you're really enhancing. So with that, we could begin to, to answer our question. So again, we discussed at the beginning of the meal, um, you're preparing food, there's a lot of food that goes to waste when you're, uh, when you're uh, preparing the food. So first of all, it's important to remember the Shulchan Aruch that we saw in Simon Kuf Pei, which says that any food that's under a kazais is no iser of of, of, uh, of Baltashkas. So if while I'm preparing food, I'm throwing out food that's less than a kazais, that's not going to be, uh, that's not going to be necessary. However, what happens when you are throwing out? Let's say you're making a cake and it calls for five egg yolks. So all the egg whites are going into the garbage. Let's assume that's greater than a kazais. Or you're making your, your, uh, your cake and you're, and, uh, or you're making um, your, your, your bread challah, your, your, your bread bowl, right? And you know you're going to be throwing out all that food or you're making cake for your, you're making uh, the, the sandwiches for your kids and you're throwing out the crust. Is that going to be much? So let's go para para. So let's say with regards to the, to the crust. If it's less than a kazais, of course it's going to be much. Even if it's greater than a kazais, if you're doing it so your kid can eat, lechore, that will fall under the category of for health reasons that the kid he's not going to eat if you if you give him you know a, a bread for lunch without the without the crust on the outside with, with excuse me with the crust on the outside he's not going to eat it and therefore uh, and therefore throwing out the and therefore with the crust on the and, and therefore taking off the crust would be mutter because that's not baltashas you're doing it so eat sometimes someone told me that there's uh, that in restaurants in if you go to a bagel shop a lot of times you can ask for them to take out the excess dough in the inside before they put in tuna fish or whatever now why are you doing that so let's assume you're doing that for health reasons if you're doing that for health reasons lechora that's not going to be uh, that that will not be um, baltashas similarly uh, if you're baking a cake and you're throwing out all these egg whites and right and that lechora would also be allowed why would that be allowed because you're um elevating the value of of the of the eggs right you have five eggs in the fridge those are one shekel each five shekel five shekels right but when you make it into a cake the whole cake is now worth a lot more money so it went up in value that's like you chopping down a tree for the sake of uh for the sake of making money which is going to be um 
which is going to be allowed. What about with regards to our uh, to our bread bowl? So here it's a little bit more complicated. Why? Because I'm making a bowl, right? I have regular bowls in my house, but I'm specifically making this bowl knowing that I'm taking out the inside and throwing it out. So again, if the inside is less than a kazais, it will be okay. Or if I'm repurposing the inside, making it into croutons or whatever, that's also going to be okay. I'm asking you, I'm going to have 10 people over. I'm making 10 bread bowls. I'm carving out all the inside and I'm throwing out the, I'm throwing out the, the inside. Now, again, using a bread bowl is only going to be mutter if everyone finishes the entire bowl. So let's assume everyone's going to be starving and finish the whole bowl. Yeah? But even, but, but even without that, how, who says I'm allowed to make a bowl knowing that I'm going to throw out the inside, which is much greater than a kazai. So here in the Mishra Bru on Sifkat and Dalid, he says that you're allowed to use food for not food, uh, not food purposes, even if it's going to get destroyed, for this, if it's the normal way of using it. And the example that he gives is pouring wine on the floor as like fragrance, right? So back in the day, or you're taking oil and you're rubbing it on your skin. So oil and wine, it's meant to be consumed, but you're using it for other ways and it's getting destroyed in the process, right? You're, you're putting it on the floor, right? So here, so says the Shulchan Aruch, if that's, says the Mishabur, if that's the normal way of using it, that's not Baal Tashkis. What's Baal Tashkis? Baal Tashkis means you're destroying something. Right? But here, I'm not destroying it. I'm using it in a different way. And if it's the normal way of using it, then it's not going to be considered, uh, it's not going to be considered uh, Baal Tashkas. And therefore, based on this, says uh, Rav Scheinberg or, or, and, and, and the Eitz Asad, I mean, not specifically to this case, but if something is, if let's say it's a normal way to make bread, bowls, so then the Chora, if that's the normal way that everyone does it, it would be allowed. Now, I personally do not know if it's, if it's normal, if it already became the norm to, to make uh, bread bowls. Um, but if it does become the norm, uh, so then, uh, so then the chora would be mutter because that's the normal way of using uh, of using the bread. Now the question becomes like, where's the chicken? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. So like, it's only going to be mutter once it's the derech of the olam. But the people who do it first, they're not allowed to do it because it's not the derech olam. So that's uh, that's tzarechin. But Lamaisa, um, the sefer eats a I spoke to the author, and he said that. That based on this, you know, if you go to chasanas and sometimes they'll take a watermelon and they'll carve it out into like a dove or the, the chasan and call the, the bride and groom's name and they'll make it like a love, like a heart or something. So he says, since that's the normal way of using it, that's not baltashkas because that's the normal way of using it. Or if your kid, uh, uh, so, so that, that, that would be that, um, those cases where in the preparation of food, if it's the normal way, it's going to be okay. So let's summarize everything we said up until now or at least in this section, right? When it comes to the preparation of food, are you allowed to waste food or to destroy or not to use all the foods in the preparation of food? So we saw four kulas for this. Kula number one is if it's less than a kazai, you're allowed to dispose of it. Kula number two is that if you're disposing part of it for health reasons. Kula number three is if the final product is more valuable than the, the ingredients right in front of you, right? So the, the, the egg yolks are going to be now a cake. It's going to be a lot more valuable. And then number four is if, it's, if this is the normal way of the world to do it. If it's a normal way when preparing the food is to throw out these parts, that's going to be okay because that's, uh, that's considered using it in, in its, uh, for, for its uh, purpose. The next thing we want to know is throwing out food at the end of the meal, right? At the end of the meal, Baruch Hashem, there's a lot of times there's a lot of food that's left over. So is throwing the food at the end of the meal, is that going to be, um, is that going to be usser or uh, is that going to be the usser or not? And, and how do we do that? So comes the Pisgah and he says straight off the bat, any food that's left on the plate is considered ruined and there's no isser of Baal or Bizi 
right? When you have food at the end of the meal and it's on people's plates, no one's eating off of other people's plates. That's considered gross and, uh, and that's going to be, there's going to be, uh, there's no isser of throwing that directly into the garbage. With regards to other food, right? Let's say you have uh, rice, a bowl of rice that's left. You have a half a bowl of salad that's left. You have a half a bowl of chulin that's left. That's a lot of food. It's more than a kezayis. That's not disgusting. It's great. Like if someone would walk in right now, he would eat it, right? So are you allowed to dispose of that food? So here also, we have to discuss both Baltashchis and Bizer Ochum. So let's start with Baltashchis. Is there going to be an Isser of Baltashchis to throw out all these leftover foods that are still in the in the serving plate. So we saw three shitas. The Mishana Allah says, Menashe Klein, he says, yeah, he says it's Mamish Asr. He comes from like the previous generation of like the, the Holocaust survivors who said that every piece of food, it's like you have to repurpose it. And he says, don't be such a, don't fress, don't make so much food. Uh, and also, don't waste so much food. Right? He says there are people who eat so much, they don't care about the baltashkas of their body. And they also don't care about the baltashkas of the food, all the food that's left over. That's most Khamer opinion. And if we can strive for that, Matav Comes the Minchas Yitzchak Ramosha, I think Rishul Mazalman says this as well. And he says that the Isra baltashkas is only if you destroy it with your hands. But if you let it sit out and then it gets ruined, then you're allowed to throw it out. So if you take your cholent and your salad and you leave it out overnight, tomorrow morning you can throw it out. Comes the stipler and he adds the third kula. And this is, I think, what the Olam is Saimachan. And he says that any food that you know you're not going to eat, you're allowed to throw out as well. Any food that you know is for sure not going to be eaten, um, even though right now it's perfect, right? So you're allowed to even throw it out now. And what's his raya? In order, right? In order to say something like this, you need to have a raya, right? Because you're saying, you're basically saying that Baal Tashkas Midoraisa doesn't apply, even though the food is perfectly good, right? So what's his raya? An incredible raya. He says, when it comes to if Pesach falls out, if Arab Pesach, excuse me, if Arab Pesach falls out on Shabbos, and now on Friday, you have a loaf of bread that's truma, Okay, so you uh, announced to all the Kohanim, please come take my loaf of bread of Truma. And the Kohanim, they don't want it, it's our Pesach, right? It's two days before Pesach. So, so what, what does the Gemara and Pesachim say? Gemara and Pesachim says you're allowed to burn it, even though there's an Isodor Raisa to burn Truma. You're allowed to burn it, and even though there's an off chance that on Shabbos morning, which is Erev Pesach, some Kohen is going to knock on your door and he says, oh, I heard last night, yesterday, that you were announcing that, there's a, that you have extra challah. Uh, I would love to take it now for Lachem Mishnah. Still, you're allowed to destroy it. Why? Because we assume if no one is taking it now, even though there's an off chance that someone would take it, you're allowed to burn it now. So similar when it comes to... When it comes to when it comes to Baltashkas, even though right now the food is good, right? But if you know no one's going to eat it, even though there's an off chance that someone might knock on the door and say, hey, can I have your leftover salad, right? Or whatever it is, or a guest might come and, and oh, you know, he would love to eat some of the cholent that's left over. Still, you're allowed to throw it out in the, in the garbage and that's not going to be an iser of, uh, of Baltashkas. So when I said throw it out in the garbage, I didn't mean actually in the garbage, I mean you're allowed to dispose of it because there's no iser of Baltashkas. So again, there's three shitas with regards to Baltashkas. Shita number one, you should be super careful don't, uh, don't get rid of it. Shepard number two, Shepard number two, the Minchas Yitzchak Ramosha, who say that, uh, that there's an Isser, that, that, that the Isser Baltash is only if you destroy it with your hands, leave it out one night, and then you can throw it out. The Stekler says you can throw it out right away. That's with regards to Baltashas. What about with regards to Biza Ochim? So let's assume we're going like the Stekler, and this is what I think the Elam is knowing like. They throw out their food at the end of the day. So are you allowed to, so how do you avoid Biza Ochim? So we saw in the Vizosa Bracha and, uh, and in the Sefer Eitzada that just like today in Eretz Yisrael, if you're Mafish Trumas and Maestros, right? So what's Allah? You take you know, your half, half the apple, you put it in a bag and you throw it in the garbage. Meaning the bag saves it from Bizayim. The bag saves it from Bizayim. So therefore, says the, uh, say, say the achronim that if you're going to empty out this bowl of cholent, right? So it's best to put it in a bag and then, uh, and then throw that out. Again, the, all the food that's on the plates, that can go directly into the garbage because that's gone. 
That's that's that, there's no bizo ochlim on that, and even if it's greater than a kazais, because that's that food is considered ruined. With regards to the food that's in the serving plate, that's not ruined, right? So that you should put in a separate bag. And and I spoke to to the sefer, the mechaber of the eitzada, and he says you would be allowed to mix foods together in the bag that would normally be mixed together. So for example, you're allowed to let's say you have a bowl of rice and some chicken left, and you know no one's going to eat any of those during the week. You're allowed to put them in the same bag because people eat chicken with rice together. But if you have half a bowl of rice and half a bowl of uh, of salad together, so then that you shouldn't mix together because mixing it together is, is a bizarre and you're ruining it uh, in that uh, in that uh, in that spot. So that was with regards to disposing food at the end of the meal. We said that large uh, catering companies and large uh, you know hotels or yeshivas or whatever it is, the way again, if there's food left over on the plate, so that you can throw out right away that there's no uh, uh But what about the huge amounts of food that's uh, that's left over in the serving or in the shmorg, right? And all these uh, all these situations. So so says Rav Yashiv, he says if it's more expensive to find the yeshiva to give it to to drive it to than to throw it out, so then so then uh, so then you're allowed to uh, you're allowed to throw it out. Again, this is based on the halacha that we saw before. They were allowed to chop down a fruit tree. If it's you're gonna gain more money by uh, by chopping it down, right? So here you're allowed to throw out the food if you'll give, if you'll save more money than actually going to to give it out. However, even when you do that, you should uh, you should really dispose of it in in uh, in in separate bags and not together. Meaning foods that will get destroyed and will become mouse when you put them together, you really shouldn't dispose of them because of bizu ochlem, right? Meaning baltash because there isn't, but there's still. There's still bizu ochim. So therefore, the from catering companies, what they'll do is they'll take a garbage bag and one waiter will go around and he'll put in all the all the the meat and then uh, and all the leftover meat stuff. And then there's another guy who will take another garbage bag and he'll put in all the salads, right? And that's how they would uh, that's how they do it in order to avoid it. And again, the last thing we saw was the was the mishabura who says that you're allowed to use food for for natural remedies. So so cutting onions and uh, whatever all the different things that people do uh, for for natural remedies, oil and and and. Uh, and, and uh, wine, all those things you're allowed to put on. Why? Like we saw in the Gemara, that baltashkas of the kuf is adif, that if it's not considered baltashkas because you're using it for the body. Right? There's different ways to use the, to use the fruit. Yeshikoach, Adam.